What's up? What's up? Today, Burke and I talk about our top three things about living in Japan. We cover Japanese toilets, Japanese women, natural hot springs, and much, much more. If you have any questions, email us at voicesinjapan at gmail.com and we'll answer them in the next show. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, listeners. Burke and Ben are back, and today we're going to talk about our three. Favorite things or aspects about living in Japan. So, yeah, should we start off you, Burke? What's, what's your, I mean, in not in no particular order, you know, what, what's in your top three? Give us one. Yeah, I'll just say right off the bat, man, the cleanliness. Cleanliness. And I'm not just, I mean, there's a lot of things that come into play here, but I mean, Japan is very clean. It is. As soon as you. Just get into the country, you notice it immediately. Like、uh, in stores or even in the airport, everything is really clean. I mean, this is kind of actually a big part of it, but even the public toilets. Oh, yeah, big time. Big like, time. The toilets are amazing. If you're amazing. back in the US or something and you go in a public toilet, it's basically like you don't know what you're going to get, man. You could get like any kind of. England's exactly the same. Very scary situation going yeah, on. Yeah, England's、man. exactly like, the same. Here, they're always pre- pretty much. 99% they're all spanking clean. Yeah, like if you need to go use a restroom, like, and there's a convenience store around, Combini, as they call them, Combini, like, you know, you can go in there and it's going to be like clean toilet, you know? Yeah, heated toilet seats. See that? Heated toilet seats. That's the good thing about Japan. Like, I don't know if they have them in any other country. You know, that was a crazy thing, is they were talking about that on the, the TGA Dillashaw version of the. Our recent one on Joe Rogan, he has like a Japanese Toto toilet in his new Southern California place. Well, man, a lot of, a lot of tourists come,、uh, especially Asians, especially Chinese people,、mm. they come and they just buy a ton load of those heat toilet seats and just take them back to China and sell them. And if they're like from Japan, they have like a much, you know, a higher credibility. Well, that's the quality, man. That was actually one thing I was considering for my list. Quality, like, is just really reliable and dependable in Japan, like, the qual-、uh, for any type of product, especially electronic. But yeah, like,、uh, I used to always think, like, somebody should be exporting these back to the U.S. and just selling, because as soon as you, like, these convert to it. About.、Yeah. Right, because as soon as you convert and become a believer and. Like, you know. Well, it kind of depends where you're from, though. Like, if you're from a hot area, you don't really need a toilet seat like that because they're, they're heated toilet seats mainly, right? Yeah, but the, the heated part, the bidet. Oh, I mean, the washlet? That's even, yeah, that's even what、uh, he was saying. He was like, the bidet, it's on. He's like, he doesn't want to go and take a dump anywhere else. Like, he just wants to go and sit <laughs> in his own place because he got this. But, you know, but. The bidet, yeah. <clears throat> I used to think that, but <clears throat> even recently, like.、Uh, Had somebody come visit Japan from the US who normally lives in the US and they couldn't use it. They couldn't get over like using that machine. It's a bit invasive. 
to be honest, when you it's, first use it. Yeah, it takes some adjust, adjustment for sure. Yeah, like because the adjustment period. The pressure is can be quite strong in some. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure you set the pressure right. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, always start off low. Always start for the bottom, especially if it's your first time. Yeah, and then slowly work your way up. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't actually don't use them anymore. Oh really? Yeah, I, you don't I, I went through a phase where I was loving it. You know, I used to use it all the time. The the washlet, washlet's a bit different than the bidet, isn't it? Because the bidet is for females. Yeah, I, I don't actually use the bidet. I use the washlet. Yeah. yeah. So the washlet is for the um, the nether region, I guess you could call it. <laughs> the watery kotoba. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that. <laughs> so yeah, so it's a clean that area, <clears throat> and yeah, I used to love it because it's like you get a massage and it feels really nice. Like it takes it takes a while to get used to. It really does. No, it doesn't take a while to get used to. It takes like ten seconds, and no, then you're like, I, oh, I mean, people are surprised. Should I should I really be enjoying this? You know, as a man, you're like. I'm kind of enjoying this a bit too much, so <laughs> I don't think everybody's <laughs> thinking that way. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's that's what I was thinking. I was no, thinking, I just I'm, I'm enjoying this. Too no, much. I've heard Is people right? say it's like taking a shower, like in the middle of the day. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, and then like, and then you end up just like put, pushing that pressure to max, and then you stay on there for like a long time. And one time, <laughs> the for me, the water ran out. Because I was on it for so long. Are it, you being serious? Yeah, no, I'm serious, man. Because like, because it's pumping the water from somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and you like, enjoyed that much. You sat. I enjoyed that like, much. I sat on it for so long. I think it was like 15 or 20 minutes. I had it going, full <laughs> blast. I'm gonna have to edit this. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is like so. This is not. But I don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. Now <laughs> I I don't even I don't even press the button. I just do the old fashioned wiping. Okay. Well, those things, I used to think people should be able to make a lot of money on them. And uh, why aren't they selling? But it appears like they're now selling. But anyways, getting back to the point, just the cleanliness of the countries and it shows even in the public bathrooms. So, so does those uh, heated toilets count in your cleanliness field? I think they're like a bonus because I, I was just talking about the cleanliness of like the public bathrooms as an example of how clean. I mean, but you just mean the cleanliness of Japan. Yeah, general. and the strange thing is, when I first got here, there's like not that many public trash cans around. And That's true, and there's no trash anywhere. What is yeah, and I saw this thing was so weird, but it's because like I think they just expect people to be responsible for their own trash. I mean, you see a lot of those articles about at the soccer world cup or olympics and the japanese like spectators all clean up their section you see these like articles i mean that that must come from kind of a rooted tradition in japanese culture of cleaning because in schools like maybe from i'm not sure about elementary school maybe from elementary school i think it's from they clean up their classrooms every day at the end of at the end of school right Mm. like all the students do it they wipe the, the boards they mop the floors clean the desks and everything is everything is spanking clean for the net ready for the next day but in england we don't do that we no. hire cleaners right so we're not cleaner. used to that culture of having everything clean and you notice it you really do notice it like when i go home to england now i go home and you know my mom's clean she cleans up every day but she doesn't it's not to the level of the japanese 
you know like my girlfriend she cleans every day and our place is like spotless yeah in terms of like dust you know if you like go to the sink usually like back at home there's a bit of like toothpaste on the side kind of dust in the corner somewhere but at my place every day there's nothing it's just like a clean wash basin yeah (laughs) every day well, we have to actually do that. That carries over. So they do it not just in school, but uh, they do it at work too. Like at, I mean, in my company, I don't know how it is where you work, but we no, have. No, no, I've, I've never cleaned that work. <clears throat> oh, really? We have Soji Toban. I think actually at schools, yeah, a lot of times they don't expect the foreign teachers to participate, but we have Soji Toban, which is like basically like cleaning, obli- uh, cleaning responsibility or something. And, uh, yeah, like the whole office is decided in the sections, like the small meeting room, the big meeting room. Is this every day? Yeah, it takes place every day. No, but each person, I mean, you're supposed to clean your work area, every area, your own personal work area every day. But no, it's uh, the office is divided into sections. And then uh, there's groups uh, within the company. And each month, like a group is responsible for that section, like the big meeting room or the vacuum in the main area or the trash or whatever. And so, and you're on a team or on that group, and so like twice a month you have to come like early to work and um, like do the vacuuming. Or the, oh, you guys do it in the morning, not at the end of the day. Well, we do it in. It's actually you're supposed to do it in the morning, but a lot of people end up doing it at the end of the day, so just so I don't have to come into work early. Yeah. yeah. So like in schools, yeah, after it finishes, like they clean up all the erasers and the chalkboard. And, the and how long would it take you guys to clean your section? It depends on what the uh, assignment is for that month. But like the longest ones take like 30 minutes because you have to vacuum like a large area and wipe stuff down and everything. Wow. And, I, man, I still don't like it to be 100%. I'm not trying to like think like, oh, this is great. But no, nah, man, like I just still have that Western mentality of like, man, you go to work and you work hard and you pay somebody to like – work hard to cleaning you know but yeah but it, it's good because if you can use those skills and use them in your daily life or you take them home and use them yeah well my wife was clean. like yours yeah she's very dedicated cleaning pronouns and i help out around i like to think that i do but at the same time man, i'm still just like <sighs> you just get a cleaner <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just they got to show up uh, so much more early, you yeah. know, so much earlier and stuff. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, so, but I mean, you go anywhere, everyone remarks on how clean J- Japan is, the big cities and everything. So I would say number one was cleanliness. Yeah. Number, not, actually, that's that's your number one. No, right? that's not my, no, you said no particular order. Right, no order. particular yeah, order. That's so the that's, first one. I'm all gonna, right. Yeah, the first one I'm going to throw out there. How about you? Um, I'm going to go for Nomi Hodai, which, <laughs> nice. is, uh, which means all you can drink. Yes. So in Japan and some Asian countries, but especially in Japan, they have a, a system called the all you can drink plan and you pay a certain fee which is usually like what 25 dollars 20 to 25 dollars for about two hours right let's say it's like the standard but they have them everywhere most places not everywhere i guess but a lot of like japanese bars restaurants and you can drink as much as you can within those two hours and they have beer wines spirits everything but usually, if you want uh, good quality beer, which is, yeah, they have different qualities of beer in Japan, but we might go into that a bit later. So, yeah, so the Nomi Hoidos, and then you, yeah, and 
being from England, when you hear all you can drink, you're like, right, I'm going to drink all I can drink. And you just get wasted. And you can do two or three of those in a night and you spend, what, $60 and you've got completely hammered. <clears throat> Which is a pretty good deal when you compare it to back at home. Being here for a while, do you still go into it with that mentality? Like, all you can drink, I got to just drink all I can? Actually, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Now I go in thinking I got to have at least four drinks to get my money's worth. So if you buy four <clears throat> drinks separately, it usually comes to about $20. Yeah. So as long as I get four drinks, then... Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think because I'm getting older, you know, 37 years old. That recovery takes a little yeah, bit Yeah, I don't yeah. get wasted so much anymore. Yeah. Because you know? I don't want to have that hangover because now it lasts like two days instead of half a day. Yeah, I would like to say I'm the same way, but I got some guys that I go out with sometimes that, you know, are not too kind and uh, I like to make sure I get to the next level. But uh... Yeah, sometimes you can't help it. And, you know, when there's a nomihodai, there's almost no reason not to get there. What was the first thing you thought when you heard of Nomi Hodai? I mean, when... I thought this was amazing. I was like, is this... Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't... Are you sure we can drink all as much as we want? Because most of my friends are not Japanese. They're my closest friends. We're all from, like, you know... England, America, New Zealand, Australia, Canada. So we're big drinkers and some of them are big guys too. So they can drink a lot. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure those establishments lost money on us, <laughs> on us coming in. They weren't making money on us for sure. Yeah, but... It's... But they make it up from the Japanese clientele. I think so, but there's got to be something because I think, man, I think a lot of people probably drink a lot on Omihodai. So maybe they're just, I mean... Maybe that's why a lot of the foods can be expensive is because they're just trying up. to, yeah, the alcohol, you know, will get people happy and keep eating and ordering and stuff. And So, yeah, but that means the food has to be good, right? Well, good so you're quality. saying that they, you think they have, we should probably ask somebody about this, but you think they have Nomi Hodai uh, just because they probably don't expect that the Japanese clientele can drink beyond Probably what they're paying for anyway. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Drinks, yeah. So in general, like Asians are weaker drinkers than their counterparts in the so West. So the so they'll just pay for like three drinks, but or they'll actually only have three drinks, but they'll pay for four drinks. Basically, right, right. So they're paying for that minimum, and like especially probably <clears throat> with women, especially they drink less than men, and most of the time the clients are women. Like if they do the ones think, that go to restaurants, but maybe they know that and they're not buying nomi hodai. They're just buying tampin, as they call it, like uh, just buy at. The That's true, yeah. yeah. But then they would have to, yeah. I guess if they knew that they were going to guarantee to have less than four. But that's yeah. But that's why they have that rule though that everyone has to have buy the same. So those girls go out with some guys, or right, if those girls so, go yeah. out with a girl that wants to drink a lot. Then so if one person more. gets nomi hodai, they all have to. Yeah. Because otherwise you can cheat the system. Yeah, maybe some of them only buy, like you're saying, one or two drinks, but they're pay- they've paid for four. Yeah, they've got to do that. Yeah. As establishments have to do that. Because if they didn't, that would blatantly happen, right? One person would order Nomi Hodai. Yeah. And the rest would order... Tumping. Yeah, yeah. Tumping. Get one drink and then they just abuse that system. I mean, that's what we do in England anyway. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was like I did. I did, my first impression too was also coming from overseas. So when I found out it was all you can drink, I just thought it was like dangerous. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just gonna let people drink all they can for like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a most ridiculous system. Yeah, ever and it wouldn't, life. it wouldn't work in England, and it doesn't work. That's why they don't do it, because people would just go crazy. And for some reason, alcohol makes people do bad things in yeah. in England. But in Japan, it it's not the case so much. No, you're not seeing the same types of problems alcohol related. Yeah, yeah you don't. They don't really cause fights. Um, they don't vandalize. Some do. There are the exceptions, but they're they're in the minority. Right. So generally, they tend to kind of open up, and they become friendlier. Sure. Yeah. So that leads on to. My favorite thing in Sapporo, not in Japan, but in Sapporo, is the the beer garden. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was wondering Summer if you were going to say that. So is this, does this count as your same number? That one? that was my number uh, two. Nomi slash beer garden. Okay. It was like a joint, a joint one. Yeah, because man, beer garden, man, we got to do a, just a single episode. Yeah, we, that, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's right. just amazing. That's uh, there's so many good things about beer garden. It's not just alcohol related. It's just like the whole experience that time of year everything so yeah we should get into that maybe another episode yeah yeah for sure but beer garden is basically a beer festival that happens every summer in Sapporo yeah yeah that's all I'm gonna say okay right okay what's uh what's what's your next one all right man I'm just gonna come out and say this one man but uh one of my most favorite things about Japan is uh the women I have that. I have yeah. that on my list too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wrote. I wrote girls. Okay. You wrote women. Well, yeah. I'm just, We're good. It's all the same thing. You know, and I'm going to talk about this very carefully because I have a daughter now, so everything like perspective has changed a little bit, but. And we don't want to come across as sexist because we're not because we love we love women. Yeah, I don't want to say anything that seems strange, but um, man. And I'll say this, actually. I didn't start dating any Asian girls or especially Japanese girls. I didn't date any Japanese girls until I got to Japan, actually. And I didn't date Asian girls until I got to college. Uh, Just growing up, the only Asian girls I knew were my sisters. So it was kind of like a lot. Actually, I did have a uh, Taiwanese girlfriend when I was like in junior high school or something. I think I, I I went on a date with one... Chinese girl in England, but yeah, I didn't know many Chinese or Asian girls in England. Yeah, like I, I dated English girls basically when I was back at home. Yeah, I mean, there, well, there's a lot of like positive things uh, you can say about Japanese women in terms of personality, in terms of appearance, in terms of uh, a lot. I mean, there's not too many negative things to say. I mean, not to. I mean, all right. So, what? What exactly about the women is? Uh, is that's that? what we want to know, right? Listeners. Okay, so I didn't date too many until I got here, but eventually it kind of turned into this thing where, you know, I was very, very uh, stuck on Japanese women, and to be quite honest, like I've thought sometimes about like leaving, and one of the things that comes up in my mind is I'm like, I am, you know, amongst like my type of woman. And they're everywhere. Uh, yeah, I feel exactly the same. Because Why would I go somewhere where it's like there's only going to be a few of them? Yeah, there maybe. yeah. I mean, because I think I'm kind of 
I'm short. I'm definitely short in England. I'm short. I'm five foot seven, five foot eight on a good day. <laughs> but uh, in England, that's that's considered kind of short for a guy. I think. Yeah. Um, especially among my friends back home, I was the smallest all the time. So yeah. So okay. women are generally taller than me or the same height. There's not many women smaller oh, than home. me. Yeah, back yeah. home. But in Japan, I'm kind of the average height. Out of for men in Japan, and most of the girls are smaller and shorter than me, and that's the kind of girl I'm attracted to. Girls who are petite, you know, and Japan is full of those kind of girls because they are they generally tend to be smaller than than Westerners, and I think that's that's a big thing. What kind of kept me here too, personality wise too. I mean, you know, there's a、uh, some very Peculiar, or particular things about Japanese women personality. Some of them can be good. Some of them can be annoying. But,、um, for example, Western women are very. Dude, very you can't. You can't generalize. Yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't generalize. Well, I, this one, I think, again, because this、yeah. is a generalization by Japanese women, is that、oh, okay. Western women have a very strong personality, more outspoken, but. Yeah, when I first encountered that, I used to think like that might be、uh, something that can be more difficult to deal with at a time, at times. But a Japanese woman's personality, where she won't vocalize what she's feeling, passive. That, yeah, that can be even more,、uh, even a stronger weapon. Yeah, because it's you have to read the atmosphere, read between the lines, and that is way harder. Yeah. Right, especially for men. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe women are instinctively better at that than men are. But when I, I, actually, I don't think it's just Japanese women. I think it's all women. You know, when they they just say stuff like, "Why didn't you know what I was thinking?" Yeah, it's like, you, how can you read minds? There's we no, shouldn't. We shouldn't bash no, women. We shouldn't bash women. There, there's no way to win when it comes to. Yeah, I love women. women. I love women. <laughs> I think I'll take out this whole section. But、uh, should we move on to the next yes, one? Yes, yes, yes.、Right. What is your number two? I was going to go for、uh, onsen. Onsen. Onsen, which is natural hot springs. <clears throat> natural hot springs, and the natural hot springs in Japan. I mean, they have natural hot springs in other countries. Like、um, I know in Scandinavia, they have some, right?、Uh, Russia, Turkey. But in Japan, like the way they do it, is they they build these whole resorts around these natural hot springs, like beautiful hotels, these beautiful baths, outdoor baths, where it's you know it's like a traditional Japanese garden style, and it's all made like it's not none of it's natural, but it, but the only thing that's natural is the the water. Yeah, I think there's some places.、Uh... <clears throat> Like I've been to one in Niseko before that was still as natural as you could get. Like the、uh, bath itself was still dug into the like earth, and、uh, the water that wasn't processed at all. So it was like this really murky water. Yeah, I mean, what, was, what, I mean, you you like consents too, right? Like everyone likes.、Them. I do it, man. Like、uh, J- Japan is known for going hardcore with the work lifestyle, but. They also know how to relax, like work relax. hard, play hard. Yeah, or yeah. work hard, relax hard. Relax hard, man. And the、uh, onsen is like one thing that reflects that. And for people that don't know, if you go to a Japanese hot spring, 
the first thing you do is you go in, I mean, you know, strip down naked. It's usually separated men, women, uh, separate, but some have But naked. Yeah. But naked. Yeah. And the first thing you do is you go into kind of like the shower area where you sit down on a stool and uh, you have your shampoo and uh, conditioner and body soap, and you just, like, scrub yourself clean. Do you remember your first time you went to a natural hot spring? It was when I was young, because I'd come to Japan when I was young. But, how, yeah, so how about you? I I did it when I was, I guess, my, yeah, so my first year here, and it was one of my students. He took me to a hot spring for the first time. I had no idea what it was. No no, even before you got there? Even before I got there. You just knew you were going to a hot spring? I just spring. knew I was going to a hot spring. He goes, yeah, we're going to a hot spring. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, and then we got in there, and he was, and he just started taking his clothes. I was like, okay, yeah, let's take our clothes off, you know. But I expe- I, I brought my swimming shorts. <laughs> I brought my swimming shorts. Yeah. And um, and he just like got completely naked. And then he just told me, he said, look, you, gotta, you can't wear those shorts. You ought to go in. I'm like, oh, you actually put on I put, your shorts. I put on the shorts. Oh, yeah, man. I put on the shorts, expecting, you know, it's gonna be jacuzzi style. Yeah, you know, like like back in the West. He's like, no, tape taters off. I'm it's like, hard. It's probably it might be hard for some people to hear that and understand how strange it is though for you yeah, to be wearing yeah shorts. But yeah, I mean, strange for Japanese people, right? But yeah, not for well, it would be a difficult home. for back at home people to understand why is that strange. Yeah, yeah. So. What they do is they go completely butt naked in. Into they have a the towel. Onset. Yeah, they basically have a towel. Yeah, to to cover cover the crown jewels. And there's not a lot of people that even use it to cover the crown jewels. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause they've been like growing up this way, and it, and everyone's baths. just so cool about it. Like you know, people are like, oh, are you gonna stare? But no, you don't stare because yeah, you don't, man. <laughs> you're just there to like relax. And once you can accept that. And you stop thinking about yourself. Like no one's looking at you. No one cares about you. No, They're I, just there. Yeah, enjoying just... the, like the because there's very there's various like uh, hot springs, uh, different types of water, some with salt, uh, some with certain minerals, different temperatures. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like enjoying the water. Yeah, you know, like the natural water that's heated up to. What, usually like what's the hottest like 45 degrees maybe yeah it's, like it's usually between 40 45 degrees yeah so. and it ranges and there's <clears throat> indoor one indoor baths and outdoor baths the outdoor bath is always the best one yeah especially and, in winter yeah and that's how i judge how good a natural hot spring is by their the outdoor. outdoor bath how big it is like the surroundings the design and yeah and i love it and i remember yeah that's so that going back to that first time so he was just like, yeah, you know, you got to get naked. And I hesitated for a while, not not a long time, but I was like, man, this doesn't feel right. But I'm just, yeah, everyone's doing it. No one cares, you know. So yeah, for about five, hesitated for five seconds, took took my scracks off. And then, uh, yeah, and then you just go into the bathing area, you just start washing yourself and you sit on like this stool. There's like soap there a shower, a bucket of water with a tap, and you just scrub yourself clean. And I'd really like that process of just yeah. like washing yourself thoroughly. You feel, yeah, you feel clean. Yeah, because yeah. you have to wash yourself before you go into the, the hot springs. And then once you go in there, like, it's hot, but you get used to it pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's and you just sit there, and, yeah, and you just, like, just chill, just relax. You just it's feel like nice you're feeling. kind of uh, detoxing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like like, yeah, like cleansing yourself. So that was my first time. And, and after that first time, I was like, yeah, I, I 
get it. You know, you want to do this naked because you can just feel everything go into your body. And, you know, we're naturally from the sea anyway, like millions of years ago, hundreds of thousands of years ago. So we came from. I think people, I mean, obviously you're not allowed to wear swimming suits, but it would be shocking because even the towel that you carry in there, you're not allowed to put that in the water. You're supposed to keep it on your yeah, head. Yeah, there are rules and they're always kind of clearly there's a big board that's clearly written right but they're not always written in english depending on what natural hot spring you go to if you go to like a a big one then they'll have, probably have english where there's tourists that go in there yeah well i think especially recently because of the tourism boom in japan they're oh, trying man. to be more friendly in fact i just saw a headline i didn't read the article but it said uh that uh i think in beppu uh, their their onsens or the hot springs. I don't know exactly. I can't remember. Is but that like the onsen capital of Japan? Kind of might be, but they said that they're. Well, can you check that? Yeah, they they right. said they're going to uh, for the rugby world cup next year. They're oh gonna yeah, accept yeah. Uh, foreigners with tattoos. They're going to accept foreigners with tattoos. From yeah, because of the rugby world cup. Yes, yeah, so this is a big. And even after that, they said they might uh, do it as well. This is a big thing for. Uh, Onsen or natural hot springs, like if you have a tattoo, a lot of places uh, you can't get into. I think it's because the association with Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of foreigners, I mean, it's a lot more normal for people to have tattoos overseas than in Japan. So a lot of foreigners that come over with tattoos sometimes can feel uncomfortable. I've never actually heard of anyone being told to get out. Oh, that I know? I have. I have. So, I know what happens. Yeah, right? I was with my friend, and he had a tattoo, and it, was, it wasn't it was that big. It was, like, covering his – from his shoulder to probably down to his elbow. Okay. So it wasn't like, – but that was the only tattoo. And he was washing himself at the beginning, and yeah. then an old lady was, like, tapped him on the shoulder and said, yeah. Oh, really? Pointing to the exit. As he was as he just was sitting there himself. watching. Yeah, 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 soap on his head and everything. And he was like, what? I mean, he knew the rules anyway, but like a lot of people kind of try to risk it because it's it's a bit of a silly rule, isn't it? Well, especially for foreigners because they're obviously not part of Yakuza. Right, because so. that was the whole reason is to stop gangsters going in. But yeah. it's clear that a tourist with a tattoo most likely not going to be he could be a gangster but he's not going to be a japanese gangster exactly yeah yeah so. i mean but maybe they just know. think he's an overseas gangster and that's why yeah maybe maybe yeah maybe but anyway so i found this about uh about beppu. beppu yeah so beppu is on the island of kyushu which is southern japan right right and yeah it's famous for its hot springs okay mm. well there you go does it say anything about the uh, tattoos are okay for the rugby world cup Rugby World Cup. I haven't pulled that up. Which is coming into Japan this year. It's going to be crazy, man. It's like, how many games are in Sapporo? Two games. I think. Yeah, I got I got tickets for. Oh, did you for the England game? Oh, England Tonga. What is that in September? Yep, September. Um, and also, I think Australia Fiji is playing in Sapporo as well. Was it difficult to get the ticks? No, tickets? no, not really. Like because we were foreign residents, we had first priority to go into a, a lottery so we thought oh man we're not gonna win this lottery but yeah everyone that went in for the lottery got a ticket is so it, it uh sold out obviously yeah um i don't think it is i don't think it is sold out so rugby's not that a big deal in japan even know? though even after japan's success in the last uh, right yeah yeah i mean they did well but 
I mean, not many people play rugby in Japan, I think. Well, I think it's going to be crazy for the foreigners. I know people are coming from overseas just because they live in Asia. Yeah, a few of my friends have been talking about coming over for the, for the Sapporo game. I mean, I think England. the whole like uh, city, the game itself is going to be crazy. The city, I think, is going to be overrun with foreigners. Probably. Are you a big rugby fan? No, I mean, I would be if I knew more about it. I just don't know much about it. Yeah, should... you guys don't have a team, right? Uh, the U.S. Yeah. I don't know if we do or not. I'm not saying, I... man. If you yeah. guys had a team, you'd be pretty good. Don't just when you just get like American football players to play because they're giants. Yeah, but it's uh, I mean that's the same type of thing with like soccer in the U.S. Like the reason you don't have the best athletes there is because it's not where the money is. So right. it's difficult to there's get no, those no top athletes to rugby. play rugby. Yeah, if their top athletes are going to where it's most competitive and where they American can get paid football. the most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. onsen, <laughs> onsen was uh, that was my one. So we got onsen, nomu hodai. Beer Garden, Women, and... Uh, My last that? one is... Uh, oh, cleanliness health. we went for. Cleanliness. Yeah. My last one is healthcare. Healthcare. I mean, I... Pardon my ignorance. I don't know much about the British or England system, but the U.S., when I came here, it was like, I mean, notorious. It's infamous for being the worst healthcare still? system in the world. Still well, now it's kind of like in that limbo area because they have, quote-unquote... Uh, Obamacare or the Affordable Act Care. Isn't which, that gone? Like, I thought Trump got yeah, that. Yeah. Well, the, it's either on its way out or, yeah, that was like one of the first things he did. So, to be honest, I don't even know what the system is over there now. But when I came here, like, there wasn't even that. And, uh, yeah, when I came to Japan, early 2000s, man, healthcare in the U.S., I mean, it just depends on who you talk to. Some people think privatizing or private healthcare is uh, the way to go but when i came here it's just like i mean you're paying a lot but you don't really need to worry about anything in terms of like going to the see the doctor the hospital I mean, it I is know. a lot it is a lot i mean have you been to the hospital a lot i haven't been many times i've been like maybe twice i mean for something like big and serious i've never really had anything serious i guess so. Uh, have, have you ever been for any like injuries or anything? Uh, I yeah, I guess I had a couple of <laughs> sprains. I mean, is that serious? Well, I thought uh, it was sprained I th- what? I thought it was a broken wrist, but okay. it was a sprained wrist. Okay, it felt like it, you know, it was a lot of pain. But I mean, is a sprained wrist serious? I mean, it healed in like. A week, so probably not, right? No, that's no, not serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, I've never had surgery. You're talking about like... I've never had surgery, but uh, obviously we know people that have had surgery, injuries from jiu-jitsu and stuff. So you never had like a strained, like... you never like had ACL, Like ACL, stuff like that? Yeah, or MCL or any no. knee problems or no. fingers or... No, I thought, I mean, I thought I broke joints, but it was always just a sprain. So you just feel like you're paying a lot for no reason? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I, yeah, I do actually. I mean, I I don't really use it at all. Like even when I get a cold, I mean, a lot of people go to the hospital and see a doctor. I go, but most of the reason is just because I want to get away from work. <laughs> not not to use your health insurance. No, I mean I, I use it and it's incredibly inexpensive. But yeah, well, 
when I first came here, people like get a cold and they're like, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm like, what the heck? You're going to the hospital yeah, for a cold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what they really mean is they're just going to the doctor right, so to they get don't, medicine. They don't say we're going to the doctors. They say we're going to the hospital. It's just the same, the same meaning. Right? Yeah, I mean, and it's basically because you can't, I mean, they sell medicine, cold medicine, like the pharmacies and stuff. What do you, what do you, you call them? Pharmacies? Yeah. Exactly. Pharmacies. Yeah. What do you call them? Drugstores? We call them pharmacies and drugstores. Yeah. But pharma, well, pharmacists are the drugstore or pharmacy, but, um, um, yeah, in Japan, though, in order to get, like, a certain level of medicine, you have to go see a doctor first and get a prescription to even get, like, uh, quality cold medicine sometimes. Yeah, same, same in England, too. Yeah, well, I mean, in the U.S., too, you can do the same thing, but the stuff in the U.S., like, over-the-counter, is usually, like, pretty powerful and stuff. Yeah, 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 I heard in that. England, it's not? Uh, maybe stronger than what they have in Japan. Okay. But not not like overly powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what they mean is they're going to see the doctor to get like a prescription for like what you would probably just consider regular cold medicine like back in the U.S. or something. Yeah. And I think a lot of people use it because they're paying quite a lot of money. So yeah. you might as well. And everybody else is, I mean, not everybody, but most people are like doing the same thing, using it that way. But... You've never had, like, any sports injuries from snowboarding or jiu-jitsu? Or I had, um, I had like, a muscle strain. Is that, I mean... That's not an injury. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't had anything, man, basically. They, yeah. yeah, they kind of laughed at me when I came in. I was like, oh, man, I feel a lot of pain in my leg. And they're just like, you just need to stretch. Just like, like are you sure? Are you sure it's just all I need to stretch? Because it really hurts. They're like, just stretch. Just do these stretches and you'll be all right. And I went to... Three different doctors. <laughs> for, and they all told you to stretch. <laughs> and they all told me the same thing. <laughs> oh, really? And I, 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 couldn't, I just didn't believe them. Either like you're really lucky that you've never had like serious injuries or like you are affected by really superficial injuries. <laughs> like, you yeah. never had to get like an MRI for anything? Like yeah, that? yeah. I, I did that for my thigh. My okay. thought, my muscle strain. Is that what they said you needed a stretch for? Oh, no, it wasn't an MRI. It was just uh, just a regular x-ray. Okay. And then I said to them, should I get an MRI? And they were like, no, you just have to stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, should I get a CT scan? <laughs> At least because it's a bit cheaper, I think, than an MRI. They're like, no, just stretch. <laughs> And yeah, and then now I stretch every day, and and the pain's gone. I guess you're pretty lucky. You've never had any uh, like broken ribs or anything. In no, really, no, never. I've had all of these. Maybe it's my body is brittle, or a lot of it too is just like too much beating up when I was well, younger I mean, wrestling. You, you and stuff, say but... like um, the Japanese healthcare system is one of the best things about living in Japan. Yeah, but but why are they are they good? Like the way they do things, it's, I think the biggest thing is uh, you just don't have to worry. Like, is this going to be ridiculous? I mean, I don't know. I've never had any serious like uh, illnesses that. Like, but, but what is the what's the quality like? Can you tell us about that? Because well, like, I haven't really experienced it so much. It's a completely different system from the U.S. Obviously, it's very structured and kind of the same thing. You go to a hospital and you. Yeah, you get your ticket. And you gotta sit sometimes in the waiting area for a very long time, and then you get called into the room, and then you get seen by the doctor and a preliminary examination. And then if you need to come back, for example, if it's a sports in injury, 
They may say you need to have is it, it come back. Is it just me or like in England we have uh, what we call GPs, you know, that general practitioner. Yeah. So he's like your your yeah. regular doctor. <clears throat> That's the same with the US. Yeah, so he knows you. So you go yeah, in. Normally you go to him. If he you tells have... you what's up and you should see the specialist. Right, recommend you to a specialist. But they don't have that in Japan. Right, like depending on what your injury is, yeah. you find the clinic or hospital that specializes in that, and you go see them. Exactly. Or if you have your health checkup through work every year, you get a consultation with what's basically a person who plays a role, general practitioner. But like you said, they don't know you very well. But they have all your data from your health exams for like the past four years if you've been with the same place or whatever. But uh, like. In your experience, mm. from my experience, it's very different. Like they're not very personable. Oh uh, yeah, when no. You're talking to about like your situation. Well, there's a lot of stuff that plays into that. Language uh, is probably a factor too. Language, but some of it too is also there's this whole like transfer. You get people getting transferred in Japanese companies or hospitals or whatever. Like after three or four years, usually a person's up to get transferred to a new position. And uh, so they develop a system where people can kind of fit into the new next place that they get transferred to right away. Oh, so they don't want to get too close to their patients. Well, it's not. They, can't really they don't in. want to be too personable, but they might be gone in four years anyway. So they're just getting used to that hospital, how it's run. And they got to be very quick to, like, you know, diagnose or determine what's going on. So you, I've been... Yeah, so sometimes you can have, like, uh, a doctor change on you. I've heard if you've been, like, uh, visiting a hospital for a long time or something and a new person will come in. Has that happened to you before? Uh, yeah, it's happened bef- um, to me before. But, it, yeah, because in some cases a person got transferred or in some cases, like, a new person came in and for some reason they just, like, shuffled up the patients and mm. said, like, uh, I want to stay with that doctor or whatever. So. Right, right. Um. But yeah, for crazy story though, but for a sports injury, man, I had a doctor once, and this kind of goes back to your thing because I don't know you that well. But I had a doctor when I injured my knee in jiu-jitsu, like the uh, tendon on the outside or the uh, ligament that, on the outside, not tendon. Uh, no, ACL is the ligament on the inside of the knee. The one on the outside, uh, MCL is on the inside, ACL is on the... Our MCL is on the inside of the knee, ACL is straight down, and uh, I can't remember exactly what the outside one is. But that's the one that I injured, and they did an MRI, and he said, you need surgery. And I was like, because he was like, it's not there, it's been ripped. And I was like, I don't know, though, I think I can feel it, because he showed me like how to feel it on one side. And I was like, feel it. And I was like, I think I can feel it. He's like, no, no, it's not there, it's not there. You mean like it was gone? Well, yeah, it it had torn. No, no, it had torn because my knee got turned, my leg, bottom half of my leg got turned inside. And so the uh, ligament on the outside got stretched and Uh, then torn. I think it's the LCL? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. LCL, yeah. Lateral, collateral ligament. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that one, he said, was torn and basically, like, wasn't there, so I had to reattach it. And I was like, are you sure? And uh, at the time, like, it was actually during a period where I was, about to return to the u.s and i was like i'm going back to the u.s like i can't like get surgery and go through rehab and he was like all right well maybe we can do it's not completely torn so maybe we can do like rehab for a little bit and just check where it's at and you can go back to the u.s and then whoever you see there can determine what your next treatment will be 
So I started a rehab and the first day I went to rehab, the guy who's taking care of me was like, okay, we're going to do this. You know, it's still there and it's trying. I was like, wait, what? It's still there. And he said, it's like completely torn and can, he's like, no, I can still feel it like here. And he was showing me like how to feel it. So then I went back, uh, at my next appointment with the doctor and I was like, the guy in rehab says it's there. And then he checked it again. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Maybe we'll just uh, keep doing rehab. And, I, and this was like one of the top knee uh, recommended hospitals in Sapporo. But it wasn't uh, the uh, Incho. It wasn't the like top doctor. Was it a young guy or something? He wasn't too young. I think he was older than me. But uh, I was just like, but it was just one of those things. It was like in Japan, like how am I going to report this? Or is, yeah. Do I report this? Or like, or is this normal? Like, What, what do you think? Do you think he like did it intentionally? I don't think so. Uh, it's just a, a actually, safe. I thought about that, and I thought like, which one would I be more comfortable with? Like, he did it intentionally, and he's like not just a bad doctor that's telling everyone they need surgery, or he's a bad doctor and telling people they need surgery. Right, to don't. rip them off and make make some more money or something. Well, I would be actually better with that than like just somebody who didn't know what they were doing. You know, so especially when it's like a respected knee. Yeah, like this that. Is, I don't want to say where, but it was like uh, one of the places that is known for being a good knee hospital. So you're kind of lucky, like you just did rehab and it was fine. Yeah, and now it's uh, <clears throat> re-strengthened and I can feel it and I've never had problems with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, but the healthcare, yeah. Healthcare, so we got healthcare and um, we, I think we had three each. I said natural hot springs, Nomi Hodai, beer garden, women. You said, I said uh, cleanliness, cleanliness, healthcare, and women. And women. And I got uh, a, I got a bonus one. Okay, um, but it's mainly mm. geared towards Hokkaido, and it's the snowboarding. Oh, the snowboarding in Hokkaido is unbelievable, man. We get so much snow, and the quality of the powder snow is second to none. And it, and it's on a, a weekly. A weekly basis like there'll be some weeks where you could get three or four days of just fresh powder in those four days but on average once a week you get a huge powder day well i think i remember you talking before of saying like on average Sapporo or hokkaido gets like nine meters and uh after that i was kind of reading because there was an article that came up and it said niseko gets between like 15 and 19 meters per winter that is just wow. That's crazy, man. That's just Nisiko, the yeah. Nisiko area. I mean, that's, which is in Hokkaido. Yeah, Niseko. For those who don't know, is like one of the top resorts now in the world. Uh, this uh, that this area of Hokkaido or Japan, it gets all of the cold air off the Sea of Japan that gets kind of just trapped in this area because you have that mountain range down the middle of of Hokkaido. Yeah, it's crazy, man. There's so much snow, and it's. I mean, that's the reason why I came here was to snowboard, and I'm. I was supposed to be here for one year, two years tops, and eleven years later, I'm still here, and it's pretty much down to the snow in, yeah, Hokkaido. But what happens? Uh, I mean, you're not going to be able to snowboard forever, so, or are you? I I will snowboard as long as I can, and I I don't see a reason why I would stop unless I got injured or something. Did you ski before? No, I never skied. 
Yeah, you've never skied because like uh, it's kind of grown in popularity again over the recent years. A lot of snowboarders are going skiing. back. Snowboarders are going back to skiing. I think in the U.S. If you ski, that maybe there's a bit more longevity in it. Yeah, because it seems like you don't see many old snowboarders. But is that because the they're young. old or because the sport is young? Yeah, yeah. the sport's kind of young. I mean, it kind of kicked off in like the eighties. Yeah. So, yeah, that's quite a short history right for yeah. for snowboarding but i mean maybe i see like two old dudes on the mountain like really old dudes like in their 50s or 60s on oh, snowboard yeah. yeah but skiers japanese guys yeah or? japanese guys yeah. uh skiers though you see dudes in their 70s 80s yeah. skiing and going yeah. hard yeah and like hiking up the mountain to ski down it yeah so maybe skiing is probably a bit better for your body than snowboarding i don't know but i hope to be snowboarding as long as i can as long as i don't have any bad knee injuries then i'd like to think i would carry on doing it but i don't know it's hard how is the snow today in hokkaido is it these days is today today because this year was uh notably late yeah so january was a really good year really good year really good uh, month. sorry really good month and february has started off pretty good well it's actually it's right at the beginning of february February hasn't kicked off at all yet because it's still kind of like the end of January was like amazing. Snowboarded last weekend and yeah, the snow was amazing. Like they had like a big dump 20, 20 centimeters a day before, another 20 centimeters a day before that, 10 centimeters a day before that. So it's just all accumulating. It's accumulating during the weekday, which not many people are riding. Yeah. You know? So. The, the the snow's still there so when it comes to the weekend which is when i can go it's just boom fresh snow yeah ride hard it's ride hard for a few hours get get the frills in get the tans and then it's get home before like midday and you've still got a whole day ahead of you you just had an awesome snowboarding session yeah i think uh, i mean we're spoiled here in the place where we live and i get to, i'm gonna be going to niseko at some point this uh, month, I got some people visiting again from overseas, but it's hard for me to get out just regularly to local mountains because it's uh, just hard. Have you got to, a snowboard? Know. I do, but it's uh, man something I bought like uh, ten years ago. So oh yeah, you can, yeah, you're talking you talking about buying yeah, one? Yeah, the bindings on it are even like old style; they go up over the feet <laughs> and stuff, and it's definitely not as good a control. Like I've gone a few times where I've just rented now because even the rental stuff well, is you went, better than... Where did you go recently? You went to Tomamu. Tomamu. Yeah, yeah, for that I took my old board, yeah. And it, and it held up? It was doing all right? It was, but like people were looking at it like, yeah, that is an old board, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, because it is, because you don't see anybody with the bindings that I got in my, my stuff, yeah. So. They're like ropes or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, not even ropes, like twine. <laughs> no, but I'm going to buy next year. I always just always decide to buy at the wrong time. Anyways, so yeah, man, we've been uh, doing this for quite a long time here. I think uh, we covered quite a bit. Anything else? No, I think we're good. We uh, we did top three each and a bonus one. So yeah, well, I guess we came out with six because we both tied on the the women factor. Yeah, the yeah. women, man. So it's a big one. A big it is. One. It's uh, yeah, very big. So for the gentlemen, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and some women. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, man, we'll see everyone again next time. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. 
If you have any questions or comments, email us at voicesinjapan at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Catch you next time.